as the spirit guide for, well, the AJ and McCall show, Utah's VFX as a whole, and really I think the building, though there's plenty of people in here that probably would say it's mumbo-jumbo hocus-pocus. Lots of people say it's mumbo-jumbo hocus-pocus. I've got one for you. Okay. AJ and McCall at VFX. What are your beliefs on pedestrology? Um, yes. <laughs> Just simply yes, you're on board. I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of things play into it. I don't know really anything about. I haven't really paid attention to like my dogs, but I think that there is stuff to it. I was uh, you know perusing the internet over the weekend and I stumbled across a little link here that says what's your pet's astrological sign says about them, and I thought, okay, fine, I'm in. I will ask McCall about this because if you're a fan of the uh, AJ and McCall after show, today's Monday, it'll be on at 1030 on Twitch. Usually McCall more often than not finds something uh, with astronomy, astrology, excuse me, yes, or our signs or whatever. And we end up having a discussion about it because producer Butters dabbles a little bit. He dabbles a little bit. So now if you know exactly what your uh, pet's astrological sign would be. Well, there's something for them. Yeah. And I thought, mm, it's it's really mm. it's really interesting, but it's always kind of uh, difficult because like when you get your pets, like for me, I got Tiesel when I don't know how old she was. That would pose a challenge, you know. Um, but same same thing with like Sis. We found her on the side of the road, so I don't really have papers for her um, or Yogi for that. And it's hard because it's like, you know, they could be six weeks old. They could be eight weeks old. They could be 10 weeks old. And there you go. There's your issue. Could it, could you be a Pisces? I don't know. Could you be an Aquarius? Maybe. Who knows? See, I I'm with that. And, and maybe, maybe there's something to this, but it's been well documented, right? That uh, dogs, well, pets in general adopt the personalities of their owners, Mm -hmm. those that they spend a lot of time with. So to me, I think if you were to read this, it wouldn't be so much when they were born it would be when their owner was born and then maybe there'd be a little bit of a mix of that and then maybe a mix of something else if anything yes but all i could say now is that i assume that you're now going to read the tarot cards for your dogs no what why not i'm not going to they're not gonna read them they're gonna listen to them they'll be like okay mom whatever you like it cool Okay, well, how about something just as insane as pet astrology? There's a family that's gone viral because when it comes to birthdays, they have a uh, special tradition. And McCall was just saying somebody that she knows, she probably ought to do something special for him. Well, it worked out that way. Now you have to do what this family does. Oh, okay. However, if you're going to, I might I suggest you bring at least one extra cake. Oh. You know, it just worked out that McCall come in and said, man, I just got to figure out something to do for, for a birthday. I just... I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Well, you could do what one family's done that's made them go viral. AJ Ooh. McCall at VFX, and that's flip the cake. Okay, I watched this video last week. I'm, I'm glad you did too, because I actually stumbled across this on TikTok before it came I, up with yeah, the story. Yeah, I was like fascinated with it because it's like, I want to do it. <laughs> Genuinely, I want to flip a cake. In ultimate, in ultimate, I think probably either of our family size. You know how this tradition got started? Huh. One of the kids said, "My parents got me a medium sized sheet cake. They've been doing it for about three years." He said, and as we were taking it out of the box, someone said, "Wouldn't it be absolutely crazy if you flipped it and caught it?" And they were like, "Tradition done, just Boom. done, done." 
every cake they flipped from Hints there forth. They said they flipped probably about 50 cakes. Wow. Over the last three years. Wow. <laughs> I want to flip a cake. I want to flip a cake. You got an excuse tomorrow. This? Do you think that I could get him to flip a cake? I mean, I'm. I think I could I think probably could. get him to flip like a said, cake. You just have to bring you know one extra one. It seems like the way this family does it is when they have a get together, like half of them uh-huh. bring cakes, and then you know you flip one, and then you see how it goes. Half of them. Good bring gosh, the cakes. video here! They're flipping them back and forth. Dude, I know. It's like it's very impressive. I'm just curious. It's Dustin's little brother's birthday tomorrow. He's turning 21. <laughs> he caught that like, upside down. I feel like, not, is that really catching it? I mean, That's it's true. a smashed cake yeah, now. You either catch it right set up or you fail. Those yes. Are, those are uh, there's, there's no like, oh, yeah. oh what? Do you See, do? but here's the, I, I, I'm now officially thinking as an adult because I'm like, okay, so where could we do this? Okay, probably the backfield. That'd probably be fine. Outside. But that's how you get ants. Right. But if it's in my backfield, do I really care? No. Yes, because then my goats will get it. That's probably <laughs> not good for them. <laughs> McCall mm. trying to logically work out where she can I want to flip, flip a, a cake. cake. McCall, you're thinking of this all wrong. Confidence. It's not going to matter. You're going to catch the darn thing. Well. <laughs> Dude, I want to film the whole thing. I wanna, I, I'm going to get a cake, and I want to flip it. Look, look. Do I want to marry into this family so I can be part of the tradition? Yes. However. <laughs> can, we just, can we just make our own traditions? Uh, I think you do it. I, I I mean, it's just, it's fate, McCall, that I we both it saw the video. right now. I happened to see the article over the weekend, and then Caden's birthday tomorrow. You have to do it. You have to flip the cake. I'm going to have to get two. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to get two cakes. But what am I going to do when we end up having two cakes? What am I going to do with it? We're going out of town this weekend. Well, then just give Maybe it away. Maybe Caden can or, just eat all of it while we're gone. Or if he catches it, smash it in his face. Oh, that's Happy mean. birthday. No, I can't do that. Oh, it, you, you've had it done to you. It's fine. I know, but I can't do that. That'd be mean. Welcome to welcome, welcome to cake flipping reality. Cake <laughs> flipping reality. Make sure to say that correctly. This is a constant. Yes, it is. We got some uh, a question, and someone was looking for some advice last week about money because they wanted to have their partner meet a certain standard, and they were concerned that they were being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Conveniently enough, or coincidentally enough, is probably actually the better word. That was not as much of a red flag in a relationship as one relationship that is naming a kitten. Look, we get it. There's still a taboo about talking about how much you make in the workplace with people, partners, whatever. It takes some comfort to be with the, the tell people what you make. Got it. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. The poll of the day asks you if on the first date you want to know. And we'll get into this, I think, a little bit more in the after show. But if you'd want to know what your partner makes. And as much of a red flag as that may be, or our listener brought up about being concerned and wanting to know what a partner wants to make, a kitten's name, more of a red flag. Okay. Because woman had gone online because she asked the internet for advice because her boyfriend decided to get a kitten for them. And not only wanted to name it, but defend to the death. That they name it after one of his exes. No. Now, not not in the standpoint of. Hey, I hate her. No the cat. I meant not in the st- meow. Not in the standpoint of I dated so and so. We should name the cat after that. But pick the same name as the ex. And then one brought to his attention said, "Well, it's a pretty name. I don't see what the big deal is." Mm-mm. 
And I think it's worth noting, McCall and I talked about uh, names, I think it was about two weeks ago, specifically with pets and how uh, uh, <laughs> because of meeting people that were jerks, we wouldn't even name pets after people that are jerks, which all, let alone kids. And th- this is just the inverse of that. Yep. How could you say, I don't think it's a big deal? People are very particular about names. They're reminders. They're homages. Like, you have a terrible boss whose name is Simpson. Da-da, da-da. You're not going to name your dog Simpson. Right. You can't stand Simpson. No. So please can confirm with me, McCall. Yes. This is a way bigger red flag than so-and-so on the first date saying, hey, so how much do you make? Yes. Correct. It's ridiculous. Why, why would you die? Like, in all honesty, unless it's like, a, if it was a family name, mm-hmm. it was a family name. Okay. I can understand dying on that hill. Like, no, this is very important to me. I want to name it. I want to name our cat after my nan nan. Cool. Great. You name that cat after your nan nan. Why? Like, you love you love your dogs more than probably anybody else. That I, no, right. definitely more than anybody else I know. More than most people on the planet. Was it really life or death on any of the names? Like, if Dustin had said, "No, we're not naming her Tiesel," would you be like, "Well, okay, well done. I'm just, I, I'm not, I can't I can't work with this man. I can't do it." <laughs> If he had if he had jumped in at that point and told me what I couldn't name my my dog, we weren't like dating officially at that point, so okay, I would have been mad. Okay, fine. Then Yogi. You said you couldn't. We name didn't Yogi. have a name for Yogi for like see well, this months. is a prime example. Not really months. It was like weeks. We just kept calling him Puppy, and I couldn't come up with something. So we finally landed on Yogi. Dustin's mom's boyfriend was like, "Yogi's a good name," and we were like, "Yeah, that is a good name." Okay, so the, right there proves the point. That it's it's what you feel towards the animal, not necessarily what you call the animal. Yep. <sighs> Ridiculous. Like what? To get red, let, just call it. Just call it. He's decided. He's still in love with her. Just leave. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> People in general do dumb things. We get to play Florida not every day, right? But it astonishes me, and I, I'm talking more reflectively, but also generally, how dumb fellas we really can be. When you look back on oblivious is the biggest one, but like what this, this is not clever. It's not intelligent. This is not a hill to die on. She hates the name. Who cares? Just give it up. There's a bajillion other kitten names to give up. Yeah. Like you could come up with like Mew. Kitten. Kitten. I had a friend in high school that had a cat named kitten. You name it (laughs) D-O-G. It's one of my favorite names. It's just creative. I my neighbor's dog's name was Linda. Yeah, that's a weird name. I had a uh, girlfriend in college whose best friend had a cat named Osiris. Ooh, I like that. Was cool it after cat. the shoes? No, it was after the Egyptian god. Okay, good. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that it was like not because of the shoes, but because of, you know, the origin of where Osiris <laughs> came from. These kicks are amazing. Fire. I'm going to name, name this cat, cat. Etnies. <laughs> Actually, I don't hate that for a cat name. I'm going to be honest. Oh, gosh. I kind of like that. No. I kind of, for a cat name, I kind of like that. I don't know. Like, like McCall, already gave, McCall and I already gave you like 10 names right there. So, Adney's bad, but Linda was fine. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Don't give animal people names. I, th- I think animal people names are my favorite. No, Linda just makes it seem like that puppy is actually 20 years old and like wears glasses down to the crook of her snoot. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> McCall's already said that there's going to be bonus Florida knots, so uh, oh, yes. take that with a grain of salt. That means there was enough stories that she was like, oh, oh, we got this. Yeah. Stranger Bridge led Florida knot with AJ McCall on VFX, but let's focus on the three that we have to. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Ultimate trash human. Some guy stole a purple heart and traded it for a Mountain Dew. Wow. Yeah. 
obviously, if we bypass the first obvious terrible thing, you should get at least a case of Mountain Dew for a purple. No. Everyone knows that. No. I said if we bypass the first very horrible you, thing. You I should get terrible. You should get a go directly to jail card. D- d- do not pass go. Do not collect $200. With a case of Mountain Dew. Now, there's story one. Story number two, police nabbed a crime ring because they kept leaving unicorn related things behind. It's their calling card. What a weird calling card. I know. What are they, Team Sparkle? <laughs> Glitter. Thank you. And then we've got headline number three. <laughs> a guy bit a friend's ear off during a drunken brawl. Because why wouldn't you, I guess? Oof. Uh, Here's how to go to jail and lose multiple friends all at once. There's your three crazy headlines. Wow. Big yikes. I don't want to know, but I kind of want to know, like, how hard you have to bite to do that. But just ask Mike Tyson. There you go. Good luck. Okay. Help me out here just a little bit, Chan. McCall is convinced that I am not offended by what happened in story number one. Obviously, we all agree that it's egregious to steal any sort of metal. Yes. Let let alone the Purple Heart. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Frankly, just as bad wearing one you didn't earn. That's awful. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. AJ McCall at VFX for Stranger Bridge led Florida on VFX. I like Chan. She's already on my side. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Cups, looking for a 31-year-old guy who broke into someone's house, stole a bunch of Vietnam War medals, and then traded a purple ha- heart for a Mountain Dew. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was specifically Code Red Mountain Dew, by the way. Oh, because that makes it better. I just I don't Wait, know so, where he went to trade it. So can we agree that the person trading for the medal also piece of trash? Well, I don't really know because I think if they ended up trading for it, then they had the evidence to be able to actually get them locked away. Maybe. You know? Or second person, piece of trash. I just don't know where where it happened. Okay, great. There's an ad. I can't see. So there's story one. Story number two. <laughs> Best I can do, uh, Mountain Dew. Best all, I can do is Mountain Dew. Sorry, bud. Oh, then we got story number two. Police ended up nabbing a crime ring because they kept leaving unicorn-related things behind. Authorities say they aren't sure if it's being left as a calling card or whether bandits just like unicorns and inadvertently left them wherever they'd been. <laughs> Come it, on, it's a it, calling card. It has to be. Does it say how many times they've left something behind? Um, Because if it's like once or twice, maybe it's inadvertently. If it's more than the twice, they're doing it on Dude, purpose. Nobody, yeah, okay. Nobody has, this is like a gigantic unicorn. Like, it's huge. It's not like... <laughs> okay, well, then there's no way it's not on purpose. I mean, the discovering of unicorn books, drawings, and figurines in the stolen cars and other places. They say <laughs> they have a total of 53 different crime charges, and 46 of them have had unicorns. There's no... How can you say that's on accident I, anymore? That's an accident. They did it accidentally 46 times. And then we got story number three. Some guy got to do a drunken brawl with his friend last week at about 2.30 in the a.m. Uh, somebody passed out. So this guy obviously put her in a wheelbarrow he found and started pushing her, which is visually funny. Well, I um, mean, you know, so he, he, people get heavy in a minute. Then he got mean and started tossing out insults, dumped beer on her. The other guy told her to stop and they started to fight. The woman who passed out woke up and tried to separate him. He pushed her to the ground, tackled his buddy, started choking him. Meanwhile, while the guy was struggling, pulled up Mike Tyson and bit the guy's ear off. Cops showed up. Uh, not sure if they found the missing ear, but there you go. Three crazy stories. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know uh, if you can hear this, Jan. No. <laughs> okay. So um, I have no idea what to make out of story number two because as criminals, right? Criminals. It's kind of hilarious. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Apparently, Team Glitter. Like, and the fact that like, why? Why would you even acknowledge? Like, it could be still an accident, guys. We don't know. They may be forgetful forty-six times. I think we got to go with either story one or three. Three has the funny side. One is just terrible with a few questions because I want to know, was the guy that got the Purple Heart, the one that traded the Mountain Dew, doing it for the right reasons or wrong reasons? Was it full-on trash or like one trash, one decent person? So that being said, one or three, I think, are the choices we narrow down to here. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to go with number three. Number three. All right, McCall. I heard that. Is <laughs> Number three. It is. Congratulations. We've got you hooked up uh, for the Logan Lanes gift card we'll be giving away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? So there's like no way coming back from that, right? No. Because like next year, oh, what? Sorry, I couldn't hear you when the time you bit my freaking ear off. No. <laughs> Congratulations, Jay. There's no way. Winner, Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. All that being said, McCall said she had bonus i do florida or not oh my gosh i do and that's the oh my gosh one all that and that's the oh my gosh one yep good news according to the police at least in that one florida not store you can accidentally do something 46 times yeah that's a lot of leeway it is now you gotta be confident just all the time you get 46 tries aj mccall uh bonus florida not so what was so crazy that it couldn't make it into those stories we lost an ear we had unicorns everywhere uh this one has to do with a candle i am candle baffled to say the least so a a guy woke up in the middle of the night as we all do and you know you see those videos of people of of the What's it called? It's a whale. There's a whale. It's like me when I wake up at 3 a.m. just thirsty and it's this whale just like inhaling all of this water because that's exactly how you feel, right? So this guy gets up in the middle of the night. He's thirsty. So he reaches over to his bedside table and he grabs what he thinks is a glass of water, but really it was a candle. it It was a vanilla, rosemary, something candle. And it was warm still, and so he drank the wax, and it got stuck on his teeth. And he said it got on the roof of his mouth. He said scraping it off was annoying. But AJ, get this. Get this. In his sleepy state, he says he grabbed the first thing he could put his hands on, which happened to be a candle. But it was confusing because he doesn't even keep his his water on the bedside table next to the candle. Also, No, 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 no. No, that's not it. He keeps it on the floor. He keeps his water on the floor. How does that make any sense? Next to his bed. I mean, it's better than the candle being on the floor lit. Also, why is your candle lit if you're going to bed <laughs> at also, 3 a.m.? If if it's still liquid, like wouldn't the candle still be warm, right? It has to be because the, it's still melted. Yeah. The only time, <laughs> the only time that I could see this being like. Oh, okay. As if you had like a Sensi or something plugged in. Right. But in that case, how are you grabbing it to drink it? Yeah. Like, I yes. don't understand. Yes. Some Somebody said, man, you waterproofed your mouth. You'll be able to drink so much faster without all the drag. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you could. It's It'd be amazing. True. I mean, really don't. Okay. Please don't do this. For the love of all that's good, please do not do this. Yeah. The AJ McCall Show does not 
condone you Look, coating your mouth with wax. All I'm saying is if you have a problem with spicy, you mm. do this and it's just oh, down the hatch. There's no spicy. You got you're good. Now, Ugh, the, the, gross. You still may have some issues later as you digest it, but the part where like it burns your face off, like you're, you're good. You've passed that part. Ugh. Dude, this sweet rosemary vanilla candle smells sounds like it joyful. It would taste delicious. Though. I agree. No, it smell. It sounds like it would smell very good. I'm sure it does. And hence, he was like, "Ah, oh, yes, this Kool Aid about to be lit." Someone says, "Now you, now you can become feared at the local chili cook-off." That's what I'm saying. Yep. Just doesn't matter how spicy it is. Down the hatch. Got it. Oh gosh, that's okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, there's it's so many weird. questions. Uh, I don't know why a candle would be on the nightstand and the water wouldn't. Uh, yeah, why is the water on the floor? My water stays on the floor next to my bed, but it's because my mattress is currently on the floor. Also, so, I don't know about that guy, but uh, I thought most of us did at least a little bit of moving in our sleep. So again, why is the candle on the nightstand next to the bed? I'm just going to light it up. <sighs> Speaking of someone being feared at a chili competition, Olympics have come to a close. McCall and I have done everything from what would we win the gold in if we got to make up an event to what we think we would do best in because 40% of Americans think they could hold their own, which is a joke. Did you know, apparently, someone said this to me as a sports fan, in desperation to, I guess, put anything on TV, ESPN has put on some crazy things. Not the Ocho, ESPN itself okay. has put on some of the silliest competitions ever. And you're going to tell me whether or not you think that we could win any of these things. No. <laughs> because the, I think the ceiling's got to be a little bit lower than the Olympics. That's, okay. I'm just going to say that. Okay. So a friend of mine was getting mad at me because I was flipping through. Because I had kind of been checked out at the Olympics the last few days. Like, yeah, we won the medal count and everything. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. But I, done now. I occasionally will dabble in. On the cornhole championships, because I like to play, and it's amazing to me how good these people are. What? Do they have cornhole in the Olympics? No, no, on, ES, on like ESPN and stuff. Oh. oh one okay. day. All one right. Day. I was like, where have I been? Okay. No, anyway. No. Okay. So so I was, I, I watch like for 15 minutes. I don't sit there and watch all day. I'm like, oh my gosh, team of Johnson and John. I don't know. I, but I was, I like watching because I like playing. So my friend was giving me crap about it. So then I got discussed. I was like, no, no, there are way worse things than put on ESPN. Uh, apparently someone I know saw and watched maybe just a little bit that there was a sign competition spinning, sign spinning competition <gasps> and sign flipping competition. Dude, that's sweet. I love that there's no. like a platform for this. Genuinely. Because look, some people, look, your heart gets ignited by random things. It's like, if this is what your heart's ignited of, can you even imagine, like, one day Johnny was sitting at, at home, and that's when he discovered his love for sign flipping. Thanks, ESPN. And then what do up, those vignettes look like? I don't know. But I just, I, I feel like... It all started at Jimmy John's. It all started when he watched somebody flip a sign. Wow, that was impressive. I think I could do that. He finally, he finally mastered the triple axle of science flipping. Apparently also on at some point this weekend or something. I don't, I'm glad I didn't see it. Electrical guitar competition. Like playing or like what? I, I believe so. That's fascinating. I totally watched that. 
Uh, I did see the clip of someone doing the rock skipping. The dude, the dude that the ESPN oh, shared. Did you see that guy? Like no. him, the Michael Jordan. He skips it, no joke, like thirty times. So we were up at Tony's Grove uh, a couple weeks ago, and while we were sitting up there, there were some people who came down to the water, and we were sitting up just like having lunch, and there were some people who came down there, and it was like, wow, these guys are master Olympians because they were down there like. Flipping rocks. Mm. They were skipping them. It was impressive. Meanwhile, this guy's skipping a rock. This guy over here is doing a freaking handstand. This other lady over here, she's doing like a forearm handstand. I was like, what just walked in? Like, the karate kid is currently being filmed here because we got two balance people and then we got rock skip guy over here. Just get them a TV show. That was fascinating. Electric guitar. Or air uh, guitar, sign flipping, wow. cornhole, rock skipping, arm wrestling. Arm There's wrestling. Been competitive yeah. face slapping has been. I've seen that. Has been on. Uh huh. I've seen that. S- someone shared a clip from 2007 when they had the USARPS title match, which is the United States. Some uh, rock paper scissors is what the RP. I don't know. Oh, nice. Okay. It, so clearly, maybe we won't ever get to the Olympics, but. There's some options here for us to potentially be on television and still be a champion. You know, I uh, I just want to be on television, period. I don't want to have to train. I'm just dumb. Sent us a message. Said, all right, I confess. Last week I watched Marble Racing on ESPN2. Dude, Marble Racing's fascinating. I always pick like the blue one or the green one. It's like an aqua color. So the question is, out of all the events listed, which one are you competing? Because if we could do it for the Olympics, we darn as well could do it for this. Because I feel very confident we could do something. I could totally do marble racing. Yeah, Because all I got to do is line them up, and then it's just like, all right, take your bets. And then I just just cash in on it. That's all you have to do. That's it. I'm in for competitive rock, paper, scissors. Mm -hmm. I want to play. That'd be cool. This is nuts. That's just flat out nuts. Okay, let's go, let's go to nuts that somehow I understand just a little bit more. Okay. I'm not proud of that, but I do, and that's park narcs. Yeah. A new week, two more terrible parkers. I mean, set your clock to it. Park narcs is going to always be there. That's right. We hope one day that it's not. <laughs> well, it's never going to go away, though. AJ McCall, PFX. Nominee number one this week, Truck Buddies. Look, your truck friends buddies. probably don't get it, but I got it. Ah, it's cool. It's Truck Buddies. It's okay. The, the great thing about this week, sorry, not the great thing. The terrible thing about this week is that each of our nominees, they have companions. Because number one is obvious. I believe, McCall, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not blind. Under that white truck and nominee, there is a line there. Yes. Okay, so there is a line There's there. There's two, 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 two lines. Both of them parked the same way. Yeah. And it's actually, that's why they're buddies. They it's are like, pals. Oh my gosh, look. They're in just a random parking lot along one of the sidings, and they just decided that they're going to eek at a weird angle over the line. Nominee number two, this one I, I, I thought about for a minute, but I do think there's a companion because I feel like the vehicle that the, looks like the car or the SUV's had its picture taken from that perspective looks like it's entirely too far back from the line and definitely yeah. has its butt end sticking out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nominee number two, though, with the car so versatile, I could fit spaces like this. Also, taking up two spots, maybe has its nose sticking out in the driveway, much like its companion behind it has its butt sticking out in the driveway. So good luck getting around either of these two. Because they also 
since it's a grocery store, you're going to say, excuse me, uh, we're having a conversation uh, here. Why can't you just have a conversation elsewhere? Because I hate you. Can't you just leave us alone? <laughs> that, that's how that always goes for me, by the way. I always say, why can't you have a conversation anywhere else? <laughs> yeah. Why is it that they're blocking the pathway? You say, excuse me, and they are the ones that get annoyed. <laughs> Next time I'll just yeah. ram my cart through yours and be like, oh, sorry, you were in the way. Scrunch. <sighs> Vote for the parking spot that is the most annoying. If you were to roll through either of these parking lots, which set of friends would it be like, um, excuse me, no. Utah's VFX on our Instagram, and it's going to be on our Facebook, Utah's VFX. Uh, the winning narker, the one that got the picture, is going to get a gift uh, certificate to Floating Sensations. And, of course, you should continue to do your part to have some fun publicly shaming, yes, of course, but to try and clean up parking in Cash Valley. If you see terrible parking, safely take a picture Send it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. <laughs> to register for the race, visit soulspeakyoga.com. That's soulspeakyoga.com. Martha Stewart, someone needs your assistance. What? That you're always talking about cooking. The question is, can you learn to like foods? And I think the answer is yes. But what happens when you deal with the stubbornness of kids and their disdain for vegetables? Ugh. I know. Darn it. All right, Martha Stewart. Let's see those cooking, uh, well, let's see the experience of cooking come to uh, to the aid of a couple in need of assistance. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. Dear AJ and McCall, my husband and I totally disagree on what to do about our boys' refusal to eat anything healthy. They are six and eight okay. and basically survive on a diet of pizza, mac and cheese, chicken tenders, and fries. Score, by the way. When I try to get them to eat vegetables or even fruit, they stick it up their nose in the air. Excuse me. They stick their nose up in the air and start whining. I was forced by my parents to eat at least some veggies at each meal, and I believe you can learn to like some. Yeah. I think it's important to start healthy practices when they're young before it's too late. My husband is not on board. He says you either like the taste of something or not and just lets the kids be kids. What a great help he is. I was hoping parents would offer their experience. I'm sure it's a common problem. Yes. I mean, for what it's worth, anonymous letter writer, that was how it was. I hated all vegetables as a kid, but I was forced to eat them, and- Mm -hmm. I think I'm more resentful of them now than anything. Like, I'll eat them, but I don't enjoy any of them. Right. Um, my honest two cents for what it's worth as a non-parent, your child eating is important, period. So if your kid's eating, great. I mean... <laughs> they will not die. You know, I've got some friends who it's like, dude, they will not eat anything but chicken nuggets. Like, I cannot get them to eat anything but chicken nuggets. And you know what? That's just just kind of how it is. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think having no kids whatsoever, Correct. so I feel confident in this statement. Yes. Uh, I think my issue was growing up, if I could speak for it, uh, try and relate to the, is that we never did anything with the vegetables. Right. It like, was just steamed. Yeah. The rule was mm, steamed. Mo- food, and then you had to have a vegetable. So- I don't know, you know, to each their own, because I'm, I'm obviously not one to give any advice on cooking. I've got nothing for you there. But if you could find a creative way to dress them up, wink, then maybe worth a shot. Soak them in butter. Call it good. <laughs> cheese was our go-to. Cheese is a good go-to. Broccoli and cheese. All right. Cauliflower cheese. Don't care. Put it in cheese. is better. So, but I mean, there's got to be some ways that you can find a way to get vegetables into dishes, I would think. Yes. I mean, we live in the land of Utah, right? Uh, you know, as far as I could tell, everything is some kind of quote-unquote salad. It's true. 
See, here's the thing. Or casserole. I've made uh, omelets before. And as somebody who has started to really enjoy cooking and it's something that I like doing, I, you know, dress them up a little bit, throw a couple of, you know, maybe some mushrooms. It's really not that fancy, but, you know, mushrooms or what you gotta do. onions or something and throw them in there. That said, I made them for my younger sibling. And as I made them, he threw it up. They were out of the room. They were at this point 15 years old. Oh, mm, maybe younger, maybe 14 years old. Almost 15, though. At that and point, you should be able to tolerate it. As I'm making them, they literally are eating this omelet and stop and spit it out and said, is this an onion? Is th- oh, yeah. onions. Oh, onions. Yes, it's an onion. Well, I can't have this if it's got onions in it because I don't like them. <laughs> to That's the point, too though, much. I do think you can learn to like foods because I hit woods like that with onions. They were too spicy. I love them now. So I do think you can learn to love foods. But yes, with McCall, that eating is good and and, and instilling some healthy habits, probably a good idea as well. Yes. A fun way. If you force them to do it, they're going to be resentful. Correct. It's still not my favorite at all. Correct. AJ McCall, VFX. The good news is uh, I think you can learn to like foods. I think you can learn to get better at stuff too. Ashley, I like watching cooking shows. I wouldn't say we're massively improved as, as chefs. But there's definitely some interesting tidbits. That being said, you know how I can't know, don't know anything about cars. I can't work with my hands. They're basically useless for anything that they actually should be used for. Uh-huh. There is some hope for me. I found out over the weekend. Oh, yeah, good. Six minutes on VFX. All right, added to the list. Generally uncoordinated as I somehow bump my knee against the desk. But okay, so I know nothing about cars. I'm incapable of working with my hands, and I'm not saying it's genetic. But my brother and dad are probably in the exact same category as I am. AJ McCall at VFX until I found out that my dad has actually been doing some handiwork around the house because they've gradually been taking on this long-term remodel project. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, do tell. Turns out my dad went to YouTube and learned how to do some basic fixing of things in the house. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's hope. Yeah. That is crazy. Way to go, Dad. I mean, he, he like, don't be wrong. I, I want to give my dad respect. He knows what YouTube is. He knows what early technology stuff is. But I was like, wow, bravo. Well, the funny thing was, he was telling me, he's like, there is so much stuff you can learn on YouTube. And like, I was like, wow, good, I was good, Dad. I tried so hard. Oh, not my. To like, Welcome to 2009. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. I was like, no way. Welcome to 2009. But nonetheless, super impressed. So for those of you that are mechanically uninclined or whatever else, if you want to pick up a hobby, I don't know what it would be. There probably is something on YouTube that can help you learn it. I was just kind of astonished that my dad uh, had not only found it, but decided to do it. So my question is for the poll of the day, have you ever learned anything useful off? How about a show? Or YouTube, because actually I like watching cooking shows, and I think she would say the exact same thing. They've definitely made us better in the kitchen. But not to say chefs or anything, we're not going to be hired to be in a restaurant anytime soon. But there's right. definitely tips and tricks we've picked up. And it's like, <gasps> like, did you know that on a bell pepper, if you push the top in, you can peel it apart and then just pull the core out? Fascinating. Yeah. I know. I had no idea. Right? I should probably try that. I I don't know why no one had said that before. <sighs> you want to know where I've started learning more things than anything? Where? TikTok. TikTok has taught me well, more things yeah. than, like, I swear, cooking especially, because I've learned a lot about 
how to be able to make like cream sauces thanks tiktok i also learned how to make like the bombest of bomb grilled cheese sandwiches it's fair thanks tiktok there's just lots of things that it's like i learned there and i didn't realize like they were they were options like for goodness sakes avocados you know when you peel the avocado Peel the avocado, you cut it in half, and then you got to get the little, you know, the core out. Yep. You know how you do that? You cut around the side and then take the knife and go. No, you push it. Like, you can use your thumb and you just go boop and it, from the back, and it goes boop, and it goes boop. That would work, too. Uh, yeah. Thanks, TikTok. I had no idea. See? It's just, so, like, very basic things that I'm like, ah. Let's do shows slash internet. Have you ever learned anything from the show slash internet? Cooking things from a call and I, my dad, how to be somewhat handy. Thermo Fisher poll of the day. Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. I don't want to sound like a snob, but since I decided to start shopping for engagement rings, of course, the next question out of everybody's mouth is, Ooh, well, how are you going to do it? Well, how are you going to do it? What's gonna the answer up? to that question is none yet. So what people have now decided to do is to give me their suggestions. And I don't want to sound like a snob, but um, pass. Also... Speaking of something interesting, McCall, you like to be the one that has interesting questions whenever you meet people. Mm-hmm. I've got a new one for you. Oh. So just to put a little timeline together, AJ and McCall at VFX, Ashley and I have been dating for over four years. Mm-hmm. And along those lines, since we've traveled to some more unusual or I guess quote unquote exotic places, people have asked time and time again, are you going to propose? Are you going to propose? And I've said no. Well, then this year, AJ McCall for the Automations Group debated eight on VFX, talked about starting to shop for engagement rings. So then, of course, everyone was like, how are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And I was never going to tell anybody. The problem is, is that enough time has passed. Apparently, it has been perceived that I don't know what I want to (laughs) do because I've now started to collect. And I wrote these down because I wanted to, to tell them to you. But I've started to collect the way that people have told me that they know someone or they were proposed to or they proposed to their significant other mm-hmm. because apparently because I've taken longer than expected, I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. So here's some stories. You tell me what you think is, we'll say, my romantic consultant because I will admit I don't want to come across as snobby, but I've had my mind pretty set on a general idea at least of what I wanted to do and then defined it down from there. Okay. But maybe, just maybe, there's something in here that's interesting to say the least. So there was one where uh, (laughs) lady informed me, uh, my guy proposed in an actual chimp suit. At least I'm 90% sure it was my boyfriend inside, but hey, I live dangerously. Hashtag husband roulette. Fancy. I mean, if he didn't take his head off, you could be engaged to literally somebody else. (laughs) Maybe just maybe if that if you have stage fright as a proposer. It's not a terrible option. It's a great way to separate. Just. Don't say anything. Just hold it up. I'll make a sign. It'll totally work. Yeah. And then you're like, like legally, we'll we'll skirt the rules. We'll you're figure not it steal out. My wife, right? It'll be right? fine. Cool. Okay. Right. Right. Cool. Okay. Okay. Sign this contract. Thanks. So, I'm not gonna poo-poo this next one. I said I've collected these for people who told me various ways that they or someone they've known proposed, but the event, the like spectacle one was never going to be my thing. Right. There's no one said my uh, my husband proposed to me at a restaurant inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. My favorite place on earth. We then followed it up a few years later with a Disneyland wedding, which just, I'm hoping, I hope it was a blast. I'm sure it was great, but man, that sounds like a nightmare to plan and to coordinate. I hope it was good. Part of, yeah, right. <laughs> the spectacle's just, I, I've, from the get go, I've known I wanted an intimate moment. Right. Me and Ashley, that's it. Right. 
And that just comes down to perf- personal preference. Yeah, which I agree. And right. that caveat for all of this. Right. Uh, another one said, we got engaged bungee jumping. It was super awesome. They have a photographer right there. Oh. So they got the proposal pics that we would have never had done otherwise. You know, I think that is really cool um, because of the thrill of it all. Like you could never match the adrenaline that you'd be having in that moment because obviously it's heightened from bungee jumping, yes. but then it's also like topped off with like a little bit of engagement. You know what terrifies me about that? I would drop the ring. Oh, man. That would scare the crap out of me. I wonder if you just do it. Um, Before? I'm curious. After? Yeah, or after, like after you go bungee jumping, you Still bungee jump down. and then you. Still coming down. Well, maybe maybe that was the the spark that they needed in order to actually like do it because they were so scared. Yeah, inhibition out the window. Yep. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Same with the ring, but Literal whatever. leap. It's a metaphor. You mm-hmm. took the literal leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, so this one's a parent one, said, my dad proposed to my mom and she was washing dishes. He walked up <laughs> her and said, hair, see if this fits. Wow. So romantic. Uh, yeah. Like, again, oh. to each their own, but yeah, right? Like, I'm. I, that's why I needed someone else here to join me. Because I'm like, look. Um, I appreciate. Pass. I appreciate the down-to-earthness down to of it all. Couldn't you have, like, helped wash the dishes? Like, couldn't you have also, like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Wait, washing di- Stop it. I have an important question to ask you. Does this fit? Okay, now get back and go finish doing the dishes. That's how I, that's how I picture the rest of that image going. See, so, like, this is the next step up. Of course, it was obnoxious when people ask me all the time because I, I thought I made it clear, like, I'm just not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, well, let's tell you our story. And I'm like, judging I'm your proposals. I'm grateful that people feel comfortable enough to share with me. For sure. But, yeah, what McCall said. Also, Sorry. if you would like to set uh, the internet ablaze, uh, I've known for a couple years the general idea of what I've wanted to do. I've known for probably a year now where I want to do it. And I think I recently just figured out when I'm going to do it. So have fun with that one, everybody. Uh, McCall, you have made it very clear, especially when we first met, that you like having interesting questions to ask new people. Mm -hmm. I got asked one uh, this weekend that I think you will add to your repertoire. I think it is that good. Perfect. That sound you hear, by the way, is is all the women in my life, their head exploding because they're like, what? He hasn't told us anything. All right. So you just have to answer this very simple question for me. Okay. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX because as long as I've known McCall, she has said that she likes to collect interesting questions to ask people when she first gets to know them. Yes. Uh, what Superpower, right, is your favorite yeah. one? Mm-hmm. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? I feel like it's very telling of a human being based on what their, what their desire is. So this one... Not saying it's going to be your favorite, but it's definitely going to your repertoire. So if you were a bunny, mm-hmm. would your ears both stand up, one stand up and one be down, or both be down? Fascinating. That's an interesting question. I don't know what my answer would probably both be down. So the question is meant to be a personality indicator. Oh. So if both of your ears stand up, it means you are all over the place. Thinking about things constantly, you're constantly on alert, right? If one ear's one down, you're in the middle. If both are down, you're very much relaxed and just, you know. Interesting. My answer, for the record, both down. This is fascinating. I love, 
You know, I, I always love, I mean, the reason why I like the superpower question is because it's, it's a thinking question because, you know, most of the time, if the people you're dealing with are actual deep thinkers, they'll come up with something other than flying. Majority of the time, it's just, eh, fly. It's like, okay, for what? Why? The why part is the important part. I don't know. Or because I like to get places because I travel a lot. You know, if if you have an answer for it, that's always interesting right. to me. That's why I thought this was so fascinating because Ashley heard it over the weekend, Friday, actually. She texted me. She said, I have a bunny question to ask you. And I thought, okay, that's clearly a typo. No, we're not getting a bunny. That's what I thought it was. The answer is no, And ma'am. I said, what? And she goes, it's a bunny-related question. I'm like, okay, the, what? So then we sat down and she asked me, because you just you don't ask with any context because then people give their answer. So it's just an, they have to think about why they would give that answer. I sat down, Ashley sat up, and we're both like, yeah, that's, I think, personality-wise, I think, where we both be. And we both predicted the same answers for each other as well as anyone else. And I think that's what's so interesting because I'm with you. You want to hear the thought on that question. I think what's so interesting about the bunny one is you have no context whatsoever. You're just supposed to come to a conclusion. And maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, but that's interesting nonetheless. Yeah. So if you were a bunny, would you both be up, one up, one down, both down? Boom. How would your ears be? Of course, plenty has been made about what your get-up routine is. It's kind of an important part of the day. But maybe, just maybe, like myself, you need to focus and maybe make an adjustment here or there to your get-home routine. Very crucial to set the tone for the rest of the day. Okay. Coming out of COVID and some experiences in my own slash family's life, I think it's very underestimated what your get-home, get-home routine is. AJ McCall odd VFX, especially if you worked from home or were at home a lot more over the last year and a half, mm-hmm. might have changed the way that you subconsciously, mentally see your home space. So I am curious as to what your get home routine is. Well, I come home and I tell my house hello and then I pet my dogs and then I, yeah, that's it. Sounds very zen, very welcoming, yep. very warm. My house has become very much a sanctuary for me. It is very much my, um, my, my, peace, my peaceful place, and I've done a really good job of, um, I don't know, loving it and creating it in this, in this nice space. It's like a, a breath of fresh air when I walk in. So I can be stressed as all get out, and as soon as I walk in, it's like, ah, oh, this is nice. This is my place. I like it. It's something I forget about from time to time, but it's something I do take seriously. My dad, once upon a time, was a district manager for a newspaper. And so, you know, he had his job early in the morning, but then he, during the day, he would sort stuff out for the rest of the week and stuff. And he would take a lot of phone calls Mm -hmm. and stuff at home. Well, he was going to therapy at the time. The therapist told me, like, you need to do that literally anywhere Anywhere else. else. You need to not Mm -hmm. take work home to that capacity because now you're just starting to associate home with With work. work. And so you're just running at a high level of anxiety and stress all the time because there's no escape from it. So then he would just pick different places. He would just go to a restaurant and just sit down and and do stuff there. But ever since that happened, I was like, oh, that makes complete sense. Because I think that's what happened to me when we worked from home in April last year. For COVID is that it just, I was like, this is great. I'm going to be home. I'm going to be done. I'll be able to you know, do so much stuff. And then ultimately, because 
where I, I mean, because I don't have an office, which would probably help to kind of give you that space. A separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't have one. So then work and where I slept was the same place. And then it just, it was miserable. It was terrible. Yeah. It, what it comes down to is being able to um, separate mentally yes. work and home. And that's yes. always something that's, I mean, it's so important anyway to make sure that everything is uh, separated because your home should be your sanctuary and your home should be your place that you know that you're going to be safe and loved and um, be able to create beautiful things there because like that's your that's your shelter from the world. That's why I think the get home routine is so important. And I'm looking at making, I don't know, slight tinges to mine because I think for nothing else is important to, like like McCall said, basically have a threshold. Mm-hmm. You step in and just whew, home, yep. safe, not work, whatever. I can mm-hmm. do whatever I want. I can block out everything else. So think about that and hopefully de-stress. Speaking of which, maybe just maybe you got something, a little trinket to help you be a reminder, whatever, or give you good luck. Now, here's the concept that I think is a little bit nuts on the subject of luck, though, McCall. Okay. When it comes to a four-leaf clover, we all assume that it is... Lucky for the most part, yeah. Yes. However, when it was put on a list of what do you think are the top lucky charms, 23rd. Finished 23rd. Interesting. That is crazy. Yeah, that's interesting, for sure. What could possibly beat a four-leaf clover that we all collectively agree is lucky... I think everyone, while they may not define it as lucky, has some kind of trinket that is a go-to trinket when you're looking for something to at least go your way. For sure. AJ and McCall on VFX. Some would define it as luck. Maybe others don't. My question is, what is yours? Because a four-leaf clover, which I think is universally the sign of luck, mm-hmm. finished 23rd on the list of things that people consider lucky. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think mine kind of depends... Mine's rocks, mostly. Rocks. So, you know. Uh, conveniently enough, I do not believe that rocks made the list. Well, it's not in the top 30, at that's, least. That's stupid. They're dumb. You know what did make it, though? What? Bag of leaves slash herbs finished 21 on the list. That's interesting. It sounds like a spell. So, yeah. How can one have a lucky cat? 12, I wonder if it's just like a, list. it's like they just happen to see that cat and it's like, oh, there's that cat. It's going to be a good day. If that's the kind of situation uh, they're they're going for. I don't know. That's, if everybody uh, thinks black cats are unlucky, then it would stand to reason that there's got to be a lucky one out there somewhere. True. I do have trinkets, uh, but they're none of them make the list. They're just things that I have had good memories with that I've associated. So then yeah. I carry them as... I guess a, hopefully a gesture of goodwill slash luck. For sure. I call them lucky, but yeah, this is a hockey puck from a game I went and saw with my dad. I collect uh, poker or uh, uh, casino chips from places we go. I have the uh, and I had a magic eight ball keychain that broke. It was nice, cheap, but I kept it's bad that. luck. No, if it's broken, yeah. Well, I'm instilling goodwill into it. Okay, that's fine. You some can do of the, that. some of the top things on the list, of course, there's a ring, bracelet, necklace, coin. Uh, key ring, uh, socks, not surprising, wristband, pair of pants. Okay, fair. Got it. Uh, pair of shoes. Scarf made better than four-leaf clover. I think that it's just things that people associate. With good? Yeah. I'm kind of getting just that, like, too. Yeah, it's just kind of like... Like, how can you have a lucky glass cup or mug? You can have a preferred... I mean, I'm all about that. Look, sports fans, AJ can attest to this, sports fans associate a lot of really weird things with luck. No, that's fair. So that, that like lucky cup doesn't even... Not for me, it's jersey. That doesn't even phase me. It's clothing. It's like meh.
Yeah, okay, that makes sense. In that context, it makes more sense. I was not picturing that way. I was just picturing someone every day. How's it going? I got my my lucky glass. I don't know. I don't think that people would be carrying it around like that. I think I think it's more like sports related. It's probably is sports related. More people are like, oh yeah, I have a lucky cup. But I'm just saying, phone charm. A lucky phone charm? Nobody uses phone charms anymore. This is not 2015, okay? How about a lucky flag? Can I introduce you in one of those? No. I'm Can good. I introduce you in lucky novelty pants? These Dude, are all things pants. in the top 30. I'll take I'll take new pants. They're novelty pants, though, so I they're going to have like, dinosaurs on them or something. Uh. They're going to be ridiculous. That's what that means. Man, i got to be ridiculous again. Fine. <laughs> I guess it's okay. I guess I'll get The question it. is, no matter what you have that you associate with luck, it's not weird. No. Because this list is kind because of Because here blockers. we are, guys. Just, and honestly, here we are. The, the cliche, if it's if it's stupid. or If yeah, it works. If it works, it's, it's not, not stupid. stupid. Yeah. It totally applies in this case. So uh-huh. if it brings you luck, it's not dumb. Exactly. What are we going to find on your Facebook page? Hopefully it's nothing too naughty, huh? Mm. AJ and McCall on VFX. It's VFX's Facebook roulette. If you're friends with AJ and I, if you're friends with McCall Taylor, then we could like, comment, and share on your post and put it on the VFX Facebook page. So, McCall, what did you find? Well, I ended up landing on uh, my new, my lovely new favorite post is Utah Memes 2.0. And uh, prepare yourself if you join this group just for what you're going to get. It looks pretty funny. It's really funny. It's very, very satirical and very much uh, irreverent. So the post I landed on is a physician, right? In a physician's cloak. And it says physician up in the top. And then at the bottom it said physician, but it's Snoop Dogg fishing. So because <laughs> he's physician. <laughs> By the way, him and Kevin Hart doing some commentary in the Olympics. Pretty good. Hilarious. The, the equestrian by far and away the best. I think it's it's hilarious for them to be doing the commentary on it, but it's also hilarious the commentary they're doing on the commentary of themselves. Like, look, my feet don't even touch the ground. Meanwhile, Snoop Dogg's got his feet turned sideways yeah. in some awkward angle. That's good. Yeah. I like my friend Patrick Gonzalez. I don't know what this is a scene from, but anyway, it says me trying to enjoy the outdoors, and it's a girl surrounded by that dude who plays Doctor Who at one point, mm-hmm. uh, surrounding her. Like, they've put one up on top, one on the bottom, and they're all around her. It says, mosquito, 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 oh, mosquito. dude, that's awful, and you can win, because that's, yeah. <laughs> the how a- it is right now. It's true. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media, AJ and McCall as well. With us on a short week due to a work thing, Parknarks is going to run for a week and a half, but that's not an excuse not to get your vote in ASAP. Utah's VFX for Parknarks. Uh, Monday means after show. AJ McCall on Twitch. If you haven't found us, it's AJ and for Sam McCall. Shift 7 on your keyboard. Same for the podcast. If you miss anything from the show, search uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. AJ McCall show is there. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.